Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. You've undoubtedly heard the old adage, practice makes perfect. And you've probably also heard the saying, perfect practice makes perfect, too. That's all fine and dandy, but both imply that motor learning occurs only during practice. That how we practice, our practice strategies, methods, and techniques, are the primary determinant of how quickly we improve. Understanding how to practice effectively in the practice room is certainly incredibly important, but it turns out that there are other factors that contribute to motor learning, too. For instance, researchers have found that learning actually continues for at least 24 hours after you've stopped practicing. In fact, a number of studies have found significant gains in performance 24 hours later, even with no further practice. What's the deal with that? And what are the implications? Is this something we can optimize? Like, is there something we can do to maximize the learning that appears to take place between practice sessions? Let's take a closer look. So, first of all, how is it that we continue to improve even when we're not practicing? Do things simply settle in with time? Or does sleep have something to do with this? A team of neurophysiologists at Harvard in 2002 conducted a study to see if they could answer this question. They trained 62 participants in a finger-tapping task. Each participant received 12 30-second training trials and then were tested to see how effectively, based on speed and accuracy, they could reproduce this exact sequence. Group A received their training at 10 a.m. and were retested every four hours, so at 2 p.m., 6 p.m., and 10 p.m. There was no meaningful change to speak of, basically just some minor improvement likely resulting from the continued repetitions at each retest. Group B, on the other hand, was also trained at 10 a.m., but they were tested 12 hours later at 10 p.m. and again at 10 a.m. the following day. This group showed a non-significant 3.9% improvement in performance when tested at 10 p.m., but when they were tested at 10 a.m. after a full night of sleep, they demonstrated an 18.9% improvement relative to their scores 24 hours prior, with no decrease in accuracy, and 14.4% relative to their scores the night before. 
To make sure that it was actually the sleep that contributed to this improvement in scores and not simply the extra time, another group was trained and tested at 10 p.m., then 10 a.m., then 10 p.m. the following day. And these participants demonstrated a 20.5% improvement from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., but only a 2% improvement from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So it seems that it's not just the passage of time, but actual sleep that seems to have an impact on the learning of motor skills. Of course, there's a difference between learning a contrived motor skill task in a lab and performing a real-life task. So is this finding really applicable to musicians? Well, Amy Simmons and Robert Duke conducted a study of 75 music majors at the University of Texas, Austin, all with two years of experience in piano class. Each student learned to play a tricky 12-note melody and were instructed to play the melody, quote, as quickly and accurately, end quote, as possible, using the fingerings specified in the music. Like the Harvard study, there were multiple groups, some of which were tested after periods of sleep, and others which were tested without sleeping in between. The results were consistent with other research in this area, and a little more illustrative of how this relates to musicians. Unlike the Harvard study, where gains were made primarily in speed, accuracy was the factor that improved most in this musician study. Participants made fewer errors when tested after having had a period of sleep between tests. And no, they didn't just play slower in order to make fewer mistakes. But why didn't speed improve? Well, the researchers noted that participants appeared to find a particular tempo that made sense to them, given the particular way in which the melody was written. It didn't seem that intent on playing the passage above that tempo, even when accuracy no longer seemed to be an issue. Which all kind of makes sense, right? As music majors, they all probably had a pretty good sense of what the, quote, right tempo for a particular passage ought to be. So how much sleep do we need to see benefits? A study by researchers at Brown gives us some clues. The team set out to identify what exactly happens in the brain during sleep that contributes to this performance improvement. One group of participants were trained in a finger-tapping task, somewhat akin to typing or playing a keyboard. Then they were allowed to sleep for three hours, at which point researchers woke them up. An hour later, they were tested on the tapping task. A control group did not get to sleep after learning the task, but were simply tested four hours after their training. And what happened? Well, as in the other studies, those who slept performed the task faster and more accurately. There are several cool things about the study, but two takeaways are, number one, three hours seems to be enough to observe the beneficial effect of sleep on motor skill improvement. Would more than three hours be even more helpful? Well, it's not clear what the optimal dose of sleep might be, but the researchers were able to identify the exact phase of sleep that seems to be responsible for the associated performance improvements, namely deep sleep. That's the phase of sleep when you're totally zonked out, it's really difficult to wake you up, and is, interestingly, the phase when sleepwalking occurs. It takes some time to get into deep sleep, so a quick 20-minute nap is probably not long enough to produce these sorts of performance improvements. So is the big takeaway that we should sleep? Yeah, I know, it does seem pretty basic. But I've had enough students share stories with me about how much of a difference sleeping made in their learning that it definitely does seem to be worth making time for. For instance, a student once told me a story about a time when he had only seven days left to prepare for a concert, 
and was getting really stressed out about it until he realized he could turn seven days into 14 days. How's that now? Well, he practiced in the morning for three hours, which for him was like a normal day of practice. And then he slept for three hours. And then he did three more hours of practicing later in the day. In essence, turning each day into two days worth of practice. He was half joking when he said this, but given the research above, perhaps there's something to this strategy after all. You can find links to this week's study and other resources at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. 